can't believe you just suggested that Sony released coronavirus to <laughs> move the dates around stealthily. Confirmed it as well. And we yeah. have our intro. Oh, Welcome to the Well Played DLC Podcast, episode 42, Australia's sexiest, juiciest, bestest, and hottest gaming podcast. I'm Zach Jackson. I'm here with Kieran Verbruge. Hello. Jordan Garcia. Hello. And Adam the Dyson Ryan. <laughs> hey, that is me. <laughs> How you going, boys? Good, mate. Yeah, good. Yeah. Good yeah. to be back. Yeah, one uh, one one week off for you. How was your little vacation? It was great. I worked. It was awesome. Yeah. So how it is it at the moment? No vacations for uh, mm. anybody unless you're um, taking annual leave to sort of save your job, I guess. Or or if you've you know screwed up your knee. What dickhead to do that? Oh, that's me. Yeah, right. I know. I know. Not ball bags, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm known for, my, my rooted knee and my ball bag. And your vacuuming. And my vacuum, yeah, right, yeah, that thing too. Okay, here's the question, since we had bag. Do you prefer a bagless <laughs> vacuum or one with a bag? Bagless, what, what the fuck? Absolutely bagless. When you mow the lawns, do you vacuum with the, um, the trap on? Oh yeah, you, you have the, the catcher, but then you just have the yeah. vacuum riding up the rear, just in case you drop any bits. Yeah, that's fair. Right. It's all about efficiency, mate. It, it, it's a yeah. safety net, really. Exactly. Exactly right. See, Jordan gets it. I get Interesting. it. Interesting. Thank you, Ken. I like, I like my <laughs> vacuums like I like my sexual partners. Big, dirty bag. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> and that's why you're a part of Well Played. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of lawn miles, when's the last time everyone here has mowed a lawn? I don't, even, I don't have a lawn. I know, but have you have you ever mowed a lawn? Is, is is this supposed to be like a figure of speech or no? This is just literal. So no innuendo. No. Yeah, I used to mow the lawn when I had a house. How good is mowing the lawns? It's all right. I fucking rate it. Nah, it's it's pretty satisfying. I'll give you that. Yeah, it actually, is. It's I've... no vacuuming though. It's not. Oh. Nah, it's not. Nah, d- nah don't it even isn't. try, Zach. It's mm, just not. Nah, mate. I'm I'm gonna go with team. Team Jim over here. Team Jim's mowing. So, uh, take that, Adam. Yeah, mate. You're a team of one. So, up yourself. Actually, two. I've got Big Jim. He's a franchise, mate. He'll take you down. Don't you have a? Aren't you part of Jim's wheelbarrowing? <laughs> <laughs> we need a, a wheelbarrow to, to collect all the leftovers. Just being thorough, I can respect that. Yeah, I've really got to get onto the drawing you being wheelbarrowed by Jim. Oh boy. Oof. Who's Jim? Sterling. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. Uh, Alright, well, seeing as we're all good, how's, uh, how's the world treating everyone? How's work, Kieran? Works alright. Uh, changed your roles? Yeah. Working from home for a little bit. How's that? It's pretty chill. 
it's uh do you, sorry is is it less uh full on uh i'd say that the store life is probably a little bit less full on at the moment because i've traded uh being in a store to helping out with uh an online store so that's uh very very busy at the moment obviously are you fine? Well, actually, that's probably a wrong question to ask because you've only just started. But do you know if they're finding that the amount of orders is just insanely more than? Oh, uh, yeah, it's like more than Christmas level. Yeah, it's crazy. Even still, for you, for you yeah. guys, yeah, yeah, um, and like it's like it's not just like us, but pretty much every retailer moving all their operations to online and stuff like all the courier services are like crippled like toll and yeah. Australia post. Like they're all way, way backlogged and delayed at the moment. It's crazy. Mm. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, yeah, like my work has been pretty intense. You guys probably not. You, you wouldn't have heard, but, uh, so w- where I work, we started doing car park, clicking collect. Oh, okay. Um, so it's so it's basically it's almost like drive through. Yeah, all right. Um, so is that your way of letting people zero in on where you work? <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> he works in a um, car park. Yep. In a drive through. In a drive through. Um. So yeah, we basically yeah we have a person out. There's like two bays. Yeah, they basically pull down the window and. Show you your, their driver's license. You look at the, you look up their order and you put it in their boot and off they go. Um, Are you but, selling um, drugs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the um, so what happens is because it's quite busy uh, where I work still. Um, the person who is meant to be uh, outside in, in the car park often gets pulled inside to I don't know serve the registers or do orders from in store or whatever. Uh, there was a lady waiting for about 40 minutes in the car park yesterday uh, and didn't think to get out of the car. Just waited for 40 minutes for her order. And well, was maybe totally fine she was it. Maybe she was really happy just, you know, adhering to social distancing recommendations. I've just, But it was just bizarre because people crack the shits about waiting like five minutes in store. And she was happily to wait like 40 minutes outside. It's 2020, so. mate. Nobody gives a fuck what they're doing anymore. Hmm. I had um, we got told on Monday morning that I, I, I ruined people's livelihoods. So yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah, because um, we. Hmm. It's funny because yeah, on nah. Sunday, it's on on Sunday. You're mostly going. I can't wait to ruin people's livelihoods on Monday. Yeah. So <laughs> Was this an isolated we... incident, or you just ruined people's livelihoods on like a daily basis? Well, pretty much on a daily basis, but I, yeah. I, I think I think the matter is like he gets to do it more now because more people's mm. livelihoods are depending Correct. on him. Well, that's pretty, <laughs> that's pretty fun. So basically, yeah. So she came in and asked if she could use a computer to type up a word document that, that she could then print off, and I was like, "We don't have that service." And yeah, she wasn't a fan of that. Really? So, yep. What a weird. Okay. Um, and yeah, she cracked shits, and you're ruining people's livelihoods. And I was like, "Okay, cool, man." Well, shout out to that woman. She's probably listening. Yeah, oh, I reckon. I did slip her a card on the way out. <laughs> now, is that a euphemism? <laughs> you were like, yeah, love. You, were like you can't this. use word on here, but you can tell listen you, to this podcast. No. Um, no, but anyway, no, people, most people, I've found most people are pretty good. Yeah. Now, um, still some people that get 
up in your grill a bit, but that's all right. That is what it is. Good stuff. Um, how's the home life? Big Dyson? Uh, it's very similar to how it has been for the last two months. It's my house. Um, yeah, not much going on. How are you coping uh, mentally? Uh, does, it, does each week get harder? Um, it was up until um, my my partner, her work is closed now. So she's home with me, which has made things considerably easier. Um, because not having anyone to talk to throughout the day is pretty shit. Um, you talk to me. I do talk to you. That doesn't help at all. Yeah, it's fair. Cop that. Well, um, as we just established, <laughs> I, I ruin livelihood, so. Yeah, exactly. Every minute of the day. Um, but no, in fairness, yesterday I made myself a cup of tea. Um, I went and sat on the deck and read a bit more of the first Witcher book. So, I mean, I can't really complain. It, that was a, a pretty solid day. I mean, uh, you can, but you probably shouldn't. No, I shouldn't at all. I shouldn't at all. But uh, no, it's been doing pretty well. I've done a lot of um, done a lot of writing for a well played, and you have yeah, done. I haven't noticed. A, yeah, you wouldn't, would you? Um, but yeah, no, do, doing pretty well. I'm not going completely insane now that now that Key's home. But yeah, doing pretty good. Cool, Jordan. Uh, yeah, no, not doing too bad. This week it took a bit of a mental battering, but you know. We can talk about that later. Um, yeah, yeah, I just, I really, towards the end of like the last week or so, just been feeling the fatigue of like doing a million reviews. Mm. Yeah, it's like that. Because I've been a very busy boy this past week. You have been a very busy boy. You can tell us about it soon. Very soon. Uh, Karen, you got anything else to share about your week, your past couple of weeks? Uh... No. Just work? Just just work, really. Just work. Cool. Um, I want you all to know that I got super glue on my hands today, and my hands look very disgusting at the moment. So uh, you've ruined your own livelihood. Good on you. Now, is that just, supposed uh, to be like a double entendre, or...? Uh, no, it's just a single entendre. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, video games. That's why we're here. To talk about them. It's true. I think. Uh, who's been playing anything that's not for review? Because I think all of us have been playing review games. Mm. I've uh, been playing a little bit outside of the review, so i got a little bit to talk about. Adam, you have only just... Oh, no, you got you did uh, Snakey Bus. Yes, I did but, it. I had a pretty out, short one. Outside of that, have you been playing anything else? Um, I recently had a, a scroll through the the eShop because there's a, a new sale up and I bought myself Pac-Man Championship Edition 2. So I've oh, been nice. sitting around playing a shit ton of that because Wow, it's... so I guess the first championship wasn't good enough for you. Nah, mate. I just went straight for the straight for the second. Um, no, I always wanted to play the first one, but then never got around to it. So here we are. I really are. enjoyed that. I didn't, I didn't even know there was a second one. There is a second one. If in in full honesty, it looks very similar to the first one, so I mm. don't really know what the difference is. Um, but no, I'm having a, a heap of fun playing that. That's a, a real good time. Um, and I'm also still getting my ass handed to me on Doom Eternal because I'm playing through that slower than I'd like to be. Nice. Still very much enjoying it though. What um, what difficulty are you playing on? 
Uh, the one above whatever the default is. I can't remember any yeah, of the names so for them. Hurt, hurt, hurt me, Yeti. Yeah, that's really yeah, yeah, that's him. Hmm. But yeah. That's him. <laughs> <laughs> but I uh, still have a real good time. Cool. Uh, Jordan or Kieran, anything else? Uh, I'll let Kieran go first because he was missing last week. Oh, thanks. Uh, nothing. Yeah. I didn't think he, uh, there was much. I've been I've been playing Animal Crossing in between everything else, but not a hell of a lot. Like pretty much just jumping on once a day for maybe like twenty minutes and just making sure I do everything, sort of all the daily stuff and then leave it at that. Nice. That's it. Uh Jordan, what have you been playing out of Monster Hunter Warframe or Destiny? I've uh, or actually I, I played like half an hour of Monster Hunter, not much. Um, but I've still been playing Doom because uh, I want to do the Nightmare playthrough. So getting familiar with all the levels, get, get ready for that. But uh, yeah, outside of that, not much really. I wanted to play more Animal Crossing, but I just didn't have the time, unfortunately. Bummer. Rough, mate, rough. No, I'm, I'm very sympathetic for your loss. What have, what have you been playing, Zach? It. What have I been playing, Zach? Um, <clears throat> I've been I, playing... I, I like that you said your name at the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to become uh, one of those irritating of... third-person people. Fair bit of... Zach has been playing... <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Why did I open my mouth, fuck? Um, yes, I've been playing some Overcooked too. Yeah, what a Super time. fun. We're, we're starting back through the um, levels again, getting ready for moving out. Just coming out later this month. Um, started playing Dragon on PS4, Kieran, the other night. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I thought I'd give it a bit of a playthrough. I love that game. That game is so good. Um, Very good. Yeah, I love everything about it. Uh, and also been playing Song of Horror, which is, yes, for review, but not, uh, not as pressing. Because uh, I don't think Episode 5 has a release date yet, which was meant to come out this month from memory um so yeah i'm playing ep2 and uh, you guys may remember when i was telling you that the game has permadeath um so i reckon i played about two and a half hours maybe of episode two and within about 20 minutes i killed two people and i was like fuck okay so i've got two characters left i've got a police officer and i got the main guy and the main guy can't die so if the main guy dies you have to restart or, or if you kill everybody um you have to restart the episode again basically and i got the main guy killed nice that's impressive yeah so and so basically i didn't die i didn't have any deaths for like two for like two hours and then in half an hour i got three people killed and I took the part and I was like, no, I won't go to the police officer. I'll make it a bit tougher. You know, I'll make it a bit of a challenge and I'll play with the guy. Um, <laughs> I'll play with the guy who's like the main guy and yeah, I, I fucked it. I fucked it big time. Uh, and and it, again, it was the same as the, the death in the first episode where I didn't actually listen to the, what was behind the door. Mate. Um, and I just walk through it, but on this, but on this case, and this is what this is what's quite cool about this game is, 
so I'd actually been in this room just before and I'm looking for a code, right, for to unlock something within this room and I've come out of the room to look to try and find this code and I've gone, no, oh, it must be in there. And blah, blah. So I've gone back in the room and bang, dead. Gone. Catch you later. See you next episode. Um, yeah, so on paper, permadeath is like a fucking really cool idea. But now that I've been stuffed by it, I think permadeath can get fucked. Um, but no, the episode's cool. It does, it is one of those um, things now where it's, I know that because I've played such a long period of the of, of the the episode, it's going to be a bit of a drag playing back through that first like you know two hundred bit hours again, doing the like the puzzles and um yeah, so that's one probably aspect that doesn't quite work for the game. And I was looking at the game's Steam page; they're actually looking at implementing a non permadeath uh, difficulty or setting. So even if you do. Uh, I guess kill everyone or something like that. It doesn't, um, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't start you back from from the start. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm not too sure if they're going to put that in or not, on or not. But yeah, that's pretty much what I've been playing. That's not for review. Um, trying to think if there's been anything else, but no, there hasn't been anything else. Haven't haven't had a chance to play Resident Evil Resistance yet. Uh, Jordan, have you played it? I'm guessing no. no. Yeah. <laughs> I've been a bit busy, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair, cool. Nah, um, yep, good one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good one. <laughs> I um, yeah, I've. Oh, it just looks a bit shit, eh? Um, but, but it looks play. like the kind of shit that could be fun with a couple of mates, nah. though. Nah, no, I'm no, I'm willing to give it. A, <laughs> you know what I'm you sound like? You sound like Fallout seventy six fans right now. Okay, never mind. <laughs> what Adam was saying. Oh, uh-huh. it looks like Evolve, but shitter. Uh, in fact, it looks like Metal Gear Survive. Like they're just trying to just make it work by putting. Oh right, we need to get Dylan in here for that. And like <laughs> a name on it. Anyway, uh, let's talk reviews. Do you want me to go first? Like me and Adam to go first, and then we'll save. Yeah, no, you go first because you fucking bang on. Oh fucking <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah, having that voice. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> While you're well, talking, you're gonna, you're gonna, we'll figure out what we're going to say. I like to explain shit to people who are listening rather than just go, yeah, nah, it's fucking good. Uh, I killed a guy with a sword and yeah, nah, I was like, did a fucking magic spell and yeah, cooked a pie. I hope all of that did happen in the game that you're about to talk about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It actually sounds game, interesting right? now. Uh, so, Adam, tell us about Snakey Bus. Oh, I'm up first. Uh, yes, oh, Snakey you just Bus. described it for him. Yeah, yeah, I killed a guy with a sword, uh, magic, and buzzes. There don't you, go. Forget, you Don't forget you cooked a pie. I cooked a pie, yeah. Uh, no, Snakey Bus is, um, as it kind of alludes to in the title, it's a cross between, like, snake, like, that you'd play on your, your old Nokia phone, um, and bus simulator? It's kind of... guess? Like Crazy Taxi, right? Yeah, because yeah, I actually bought the, it. I haven't played it yet, but that's like the vibe. I, I saw got. that you. I saw that you bought it. I feel like you'll have a, a pretty good time with it. But yeah, the the driving is very crazy taxi esque. Um, so yeah, you just you start off as a, a just a single bus, and the more people you pick up and drop off around the city, um, you, more carriages get put on. Um, and the the whole aim of the game, regardless of what mode you're playing in, is to get as long as you possibly can before you either run into part of the environment or run into yourself 
for I think it's like two or three seconds. If you if you don't move within those few seconds, then game over, and all of your your people just spew out of the bus, and it's and it's awful. Um, but it's one of those games that it has all sorts of rough edges all over the place. Like it's not graphically amazing. It doesn't look shit, but it's not anything to to write home about. Um, Sounds like it looks shit. Nah, no, 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 no. I said I wouldn't write home. I might tell people face to face, but I just wouldn't write a, a letter about it. Um, he graffiti it on the side of the bus window. Oh fuck yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's got that awkward charm about it that I I really dig, and it's one of those. I'm I'm very addicted to games that have close to no substance, but they're addictive. Um, mm. And because this has le- a leader bus for uh, a leader bus, okay, fuck that... a leaderboard. Um, <laughs> oh no because it's got a leaderboard for like every different map and every different mode within that map um i'm just going to be playing a stupid amount of it because i mean in fairness i played it the the day it came out and i was on top of the leaderboard for one particular map and i felt very very good about myself um do the leaderboards then- have anyone on them yet yeah, they've got like four or five people on them. But um, yeah. the next day I dropped down to third and I was like, oh, no, 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 that won't do. So I then spent the next like hour and a half playing this that map over and over again until I got to the top again. Um, and that's kind of where I feel like people, they'll either play it for 20 minutes and be like, yeah, cool, that was, that was fine. Um, or it'll be one of those things that you kind of get addicted to and come back to every couple of days. Uh, but either way, the game is like $14.00. So whether you get a, an afternoon out of it or you come back to it day after day, I feel like fourteen bucks. It's like it's definitely worth the asking price. See, you would have had me at thirteen bucks, but fourteen's too far. Yeah, not too much. What if I? That's almost that means I have to deposit fifteen into my PSN. You see, and then that two dollars can't, uh, that dollar can't get spent. That's so a lie. It's just... Yeah, that's a lie. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> games uh, games are all good time. Thanks there's, for ruining my excuse. <laughs> there's, <laughs> um, there's a few different buses to, to unlock. So there's like a, a party bus that's all psychedelic, um, and then there's like a dragon and you know so, other other random shit. Is there a Venga bus? There's no Venga bus. I mean, if you had Spotify you in the background, you could kind of make your own. And someone needs to mod it with the Venga bus yeah. and like have the music yeah. playing. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, there's a bunch to unlock. There's little secrets here and there. Um, it kept me magic school bus. It... <laughs> I want that real pad now. Um, I think the sequel to that game should be the Jenga bus, and it's like Jenga yeah. but with buses. I think we should. I think I'm spelling like top five buses that should be modded into Snakey Bus, right? Like a mod. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, the the only truly shit thing is there's a an aerial mode where because you can jump. There's that's something I probably should have said earlier. Um, because buses, you know, can't jump, to my knowledge. Um, but yeah, there's a button where you can jump, so you can, you know, jump over yourself, so you don't end the game in, like, two minutes. Um, and the the aerial mode is just that. Like, you have to keep yourself in the air constantly, because um, the, the ground is just, like, a lake, like water, uh, and that is just straight-up shit. It's, it's not fun at all. Um, which you could tell because all of the other leaderboards had like a few dozen names on it and that one had three, exactly three people had played that. Was that including and... yourself? <laughs> no, that wasn't including myself. I didn't bother uploading my score cause I only got like a very low score cause I just didn't stick with it cause it was not fun. Um, but yeah, apart from that, like it's janky and 
it's not super polished, but it is just really good, dumb fun. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I scored it a. I scored it a seven. What's that? Yeah, no, it was thirteen bucks. According to Twitter. No, no, no. If you ask Dylan, he he bummed it. Yeah, it's not a ten, so I I ruined it. Yeah. Nah, it deserves the seven. Low asking price. If it's not a ten, um, it's 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 not getting any money from me. Yeah, look, fair enough. That's gonna be that's my new 2020 resolution. I only play tens. Those are some expensive escorts. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, something that um, that you'll enjoy about it, Kieran, is the, pla- uh, <laughs> the, the the nice nice segue, Adam. I'm talking about escorts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's all I had. Now the the platinum for it. I mean, it does have a platinum, which is surprising enough. But the platinum is incredibly easy to get. You can pop it in like an hour and a half, maybe. Nice. So. I'm sure you'll have a, yeah, a good time doing that. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. Um, all right. Well, the game that I've been playing for review, and I know that everyone here is super keen to hear about this one. Fanging for it. AFL Evolution 2. So anyway, thanks for joining us for this episode of the <laughs> TLC podcast. Boys, let's get ready to talk some footy. Everyone uh, excited? Warmed up? Uh, yeah, sure. Jeremy Cameron. That's the name I know. <laughs> you know one other player? Oh, sorry. Yeah, and, and Finlayson. Finlayson. Basically, you just know Jeremy's and that's it. Yeah. That's ex- uh, 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 does Travis Cloak still play? No. Uh, there you go. There. See, what a random three <laughs> players. <laughs> to be fair, I saw... Um, I saw the first one, uh, Jerry Cameron. I saw that pop up on my feed for some reason earlier. That's just why I know it. Mm. And and Finlayson because of the meme. But why cloak? Uh, because he was a big boy, and I like big boys. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Also, well, AFL Evolution is the new AFL game. Jason Akamatis. That's the one person I know. Sorry, I just remembered. There you go. A bit of a blast from the past. Um, <laughs> That's the, that's the one with. football player I know. How can just okay? That, I reckon no. I know at least one. Yeah, go on. No. <laughs> I knew that was going to be the joke. No. <laughs> uh, no, I was genuinely trying. The first thing that came to my head was Serena Williams. If you listen carefully, you can actually hear him trying. <laughs> anyway, um... I'm trying to figure out which shape the ball was. <laughs> So, is it a U-shape, a horseshoe? I'd watch that. So UFL. It's... <laughs> <laughs> I love a good old UFL Evo. Uh, Sorry. Continue. Okay. Uh, yeah, so it's the it's the new footy game, so lots of uh football fans are pretty keen to Get their hands on it, as Adam knows, because he's been doing a couple of the news pieces for it. The actual release date's been... I don't think I've ever seen anything quite like it. Um, it was initially announced... Would you say they fumbled it? Yeah, they... Well, yes. Got it. They Nailed it. Oh, yeah. God. Nice. <laughs> uh, mate, you should read the like, touchdown that I have. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong sport. No, um, it's a try. Come on. Uh, oh, don't you dare! Um, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, like no, before we 
full of footy speak. But um, <laughs> yeah, so the initial release date was April the twenty third, and then they then they moved it forward a week to the sixteenth, and then they thought, fuck it, let's just drop the physical <laughs> copy now, being last Friday, and then this week they've gone, hey, let's move the actual digital release forward one week to the ninth. Nice, um, just bizarre. Nice. Um, and uh, Kieran, you would have. Uh, well, you and I have spoken about the demand being quite big for it. Yeah, yeah, for uh, sure, bigger than I expected. Uh, well, to be fair, you were expecting like five copies, not ten. <laughs> I would say, yeah. I mean, I kind of expected it to be yeah, like pretty big, especially given that the football season itself is yeah, that's definitely on hold for, contributed. Yeah, for and everyone's moment, stuck at I home. I think it's funny because like that game, like they didn't show any gameplay at all. Pretty much. They didn't need uh, to because they announced that they were using Unreal Engine. That's it, mate. Um, yeah, so that's... That's a remaster that's, anyway, right? Football's already come out before. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's decent so far. It's, uh, I mean, like, it's made by a little Australian developer called Wicked Witch and published by an Australian uh, publisher, uh, True Blue Entertainment. So I think one of the big problems that the football games have is that a lot of um, probably not uh, I, I don't like you using the term gamers but like people who play games um, quite frequently they kind of uh, know to kind of temper their expectations and not to expect like a FIFA or an NBA 2K um, hopefully they can get a WWE um, 2K no 2K20 game you know where it's playable but uh bit shit but um because evo one was rough um but yeah so the budget i guess here is quite small can you know compared to those big big companies and i think a lot of casual players expect it to be sort of that level and that's definitely i think if you do get this game you have to that's one thing you need to to do is just not expect i would say it's a double a sport game oh right up your alley sport. <laughs> pretty much <laughs> even, though there's a, even though there's only one A in AFL but uh, you know well, well I, I gotta ask you know did you play as Essendon at all no Cause, but I, cause I played I'm, against I'm curious I'm curious whether boring. there's a mode if you play as Essendon where you get to abuse drugs <laughs> no there's not oh, oh, unrealistic uh, yeah so it's basically AFL football uh, in terms of the actual gameplay it's pretty decent uh, it's not perfect. It was never going to be perfect. The marking, uh, they've fixed up the marking system quite a bit. It's better, but it is still fucking confusing. And it almost feels like a bit of a raffle. Um, I mean, so the way, uh, it's kind of hard because you guys don't really know like that much about football. But So it's sort of the marking system and mechanics are based on positioning and that sort of stuff. So if your player is positioned in... You know the right spot for for example, they're more likely to mark it. But you also have to have to time it. Whereas in the last one, it was more based on time. Um, so what I found is because you can either mark it or spoil. I've just found that spoiling it is basically way easier because the ball spilled to the ground, and seven times out of ten, I'm probably more likely to get it, and then off we go. But I always find I just get out, I get outmarked. I just can't work out the positioning and the yeah, it's fucking bullshit, mate. Um, and you call yourself an AFL fan. I know, I call myself a gamer. An AFL gamer. Gamers write us up. 
but yeah, like the uh, the other side of it, like it's it's uh yeah, like it's fairly good. Um, the <laughs> commentary is interesting. Uh, they have replaced the two commentators from the previous games with two new ones. Uh, they had Dennis Committee and Matthew Richardson, who you won't know who any of those people are. And now they've got Anthony Hudson and Gary Lyon. Uh, the commentary itself is pretty good. Um, it sort of feels like it flows a bit nicer. However, it is choppy as fuck. Uh, it just, it's, yeah, it feels, so when they do the scores at the end of a quarter, it'll be like, Nine, six, forty-eight, kind of thing. It's just real, like it doesn't feel like it's. How's it going? I missed that. Do it again. No, <laughs> and I, and I actually got the score wrong too uh, with 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 those maths. So I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I shouldn't have you said that what? because you guys wouldn't you, have had any you idea. You know what? Just just for you, Kira, when I edit this, I'll I'll cut what he just said and play it again for you. Thank you. Nine, six, forty-eight. Um. And sometimes the commentary is just totally wrong. So uh, one of the commentators is like the actual commentator. And then there's another guy who does like special comments and stuff like that. So there was one in, or in most games, because I get outmarked quite a bit. Um, like one of the comments is like, oh, so Carlton are struggling to to mark the ball. Uh, that's why they're losing. Uh, like that, it doesn't say those words, but it's it basically says that. It's like, it's why they're... See, I'd believe it because it's Carlton. It's why they're not losing. Uh, they're not winning this contest, or, or something like that. Uh, even though I'm about sixty points in front, uh, so you know there's sort of some, I don't know, some coding in there that I don't know the wrong lines are being said. Uh, they've also included these um, chants. So every time you score a goal, your uh, your cheer squad or the crowd will chant. Uh, you know, a chance for your club, and they are fucking annoying and they are terrible uh like it's a it's oh so a, it's like a, actually a <laughs> well no they should have okay I, I don't know this is probably a discussion for like with dylan or someone after he's like played it but they sound like they're recorded by about i think in my review i've written they sound like it's like a year seven project like like an audio project it's just it's poorly recorded it's like there's nowhere near enough of them to sound realistic it also is incredibly frustrating because every goal you kick they like these chants come on and you can't turn them off unless you want to turn off the whole commentary or uh, sorry or the whole crowd noise um it's just it sucks like it's a really cool idea and it's a really good uh you know thing that they've tried to to add but it's had the opposite effect um so that's one thing that i think if they could have like a little adjustment thing where you could turn off crowd chance after goals or something like that then that, that would be heaps better because i'm sick of hearing them also the chance they that they sing um i don't think i've there's a couple that i don't think i've, I've haven't been to a lot of colton games in my life I, i've never actually heard a couple of these chants before so i don't know where they're giving maybe that's the, because uh, chance the chants usually happen when you're winning and that doesn't happen very often how do you <laughs> um but that, is, but that, yes, that is also true. Uh, we don't win very often. Um, but I don't know why they didn't source like audio f- recordings from game days and stuff like that, and try and splice, you know, cut the audio out of that. Because like having, like I went to a game late last year where there was about fifty five thousand people there, and most of them were Carlton. This is when Carlton was sort of playing well, and you know the crowd was awesome. Um, but yeah, so that yeah, so the commentary in the crowd is pretty rough. Uh, the graphics 
very good. So Unreal Engine 4 obviously been a good move for them. Everything looks pretty good. Uh, the player scans, mostly pretty good. Uh, except when you get to like sort of the fringy sort of players who you don't really know, and then they sort of look not very similar. Uh, they also have super uncanny valley eyes, um, like staring into like death. It's like nightmare fuel because none of them blink. Uh, none of them really have any sort of facial, um, you know, animations or movements. It's just, yeah, it's, they're like, yeah, like scans basically. Uh, but yeah, I mean, and there's a whole bunch of modes. I haven't done, I haven't dived too much into like the career mode and, and that, but I'm keen to, to, uh, do that. Um, but yeah, there's like, there's a lot of modes that you can play. It is like 88 bucks at JB, I think. And I think 99 at EB. No, sorry. It might be 79 at JB. Um, and 88 at the gamesman. Sorry. Um, hundred bucks is too much. Even for a avid footy fan like me, that's just no too much. Uh, Eighty eight also probably too much. Seventy nine, I can I can get behind that. Um, but yeah, you are correct to do seventy nine at JB. All all in all, um, it's it's probably the best footy game that there's been for like the modern for the modern takes. I mean, the best one's probably still AFL ninety nine when EA had the license. I think the modern game of football just doesn't transition well. Uh, sorry, the modern like for like a modern video game, the sport just doesn't transition like well. When it sort of becomes a bit more not like simulation, but yeah, not as arcadey like older sort of games. I think the sport and those nuances just they get lost and there's way like there's way too many controls. There are so many controls to learn and master. It's just fucking confusing. So I'm just punching the ball, kicking the ball, often kicking it out of bounds on the full. Um, I mean, goal kicking is pretty set shots is pretty, it's the same as the last one. Once you sort of get the hang of it inside of about five kicks, you can sort of kick, kick goals from anywhere. Um, but you can choose your different sort of shots and stuff now, which is pretty cool. Uh, yeah, but I'm, like, I'm having fun. Um, it is, yeah, I mean, there's a, a lot of bugs in it, in it still. Um, so there's still a lot of ironing to be done. Which makes me wonder why they released it so early. Maybe they wanted to just cash in on, you know, everyone craving, uh, you know, football content. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's still a lot of work that needs to go into that game. So, yeah, uh, I haven't scored it yet. The review's three quarters done. Uh, I've just got to play yeah, through a couple of the other modes and then she'll be up on the website. Nice. Good stuff. Yeah. Is everyone awake still? Yeah, sorry, I just... Yep. Uh, yeah. I, I put a timer on my watch, so when you were done, it would wake me up. Uh, I had an but approximation. How, but how did you know what time it was going to be? Well, I knew that you weren't going to talk about it for too long, because no one would be listening. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, I don't think... I think I'm just reading through my review. I don't think, I think I've covered pretty much everything, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Um, let's move on to the big game that's this month. In Are final... we going back to Snakey Bus? Yeah, mate. Fantasy... Seven remake. Uh, Kieran and Jordan, both of you reviewed it. Kieran for press start, Jordan for well played. Yeah. Uh, you had similar yet different experiences. Um, similar in that it was the same game. <laughs> correct. Who um who wants to kick us off? Not me. Nobody. I'll talk <laughs> about. I'll talk about Final Fantasy Seven. So, so, okay, so tell me, like, what 
Yeah, so tell me about the game. Like, what is it? So, it's a remake. It's a (laughs) remake. But but how much of a remake is it? Alright, alright. So, it's... It's a re... It's it's basically a, a retelling of a part of the story of the original game, which is where it's kind of... I mean, people kind of get it now, but for a while it was kind of rubbing people the wrong way that it wasn't the entire... They weren't remaking the entire Final Fantasy VII game um, because it's it's essentially the, the, the kind of first act, um, which on the original game was like the first disc of three. Um, but it's, 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 I think the name is just a bit, little bit misleading because it's, it's really not a remake of Final Fantasy VII. It's, it's a brand new game that just sort of follows part of the story and expands it. Um, so yeah. I, I think the phrase they normally did within the preview event, remake project, fits better than just remake. Yeah. 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 Remake is a good like banner for, I guess, if they do end up doing another one. Um, but Yeah. So I guess it's not um, not on the same level as like the RE2. No, it's a little bit different because RE2 was kind of like obviously like a modern take, but it was still kind of essentially the same game with the same sort of gameplay principles and stuff, just in a more modern context. Whereas this is like a whole different game. Okay, it's not like it doesn't play anything like the original and it doesn't follow the same structure or anything like that it's just it's just the same story but retold would you say it's a reboot it's almost i think it's it's closer to a reboot than a remake yeah in in a lot of ways like Um, it's hard to say much without spoiling anything but like ending wise it's very different to the original So it's um, is it um, as you know, I'll, I'll ask that question a bit a, a bit later. Um, so how'd you find it? How'd you guys? I mean, I find it? I like coming from obviously like Final Fantasy is my hands down my favorite video game franchise. So mm. I was destined to to love it in some some capacity. But um, Final Fantasy VII is actually probably one of the only ones that I've never played to completion okay um just because i i don't know i the story kind of never really captured me as much as it seemed to have for everybody else um but i've played that portion of the game enough that i kind of i knew the story and stuff already and then coming back to like coming back to it and playing in this game gave me like a whole new appreciation for it um because you know all the like all the characters and stuff that people over the last like twenty years have been like, you know, frothing over and writing fanfic about and cosplaying and all that kind of stuff. It's like the first time that I've kind of experienced those characters in full, um, and much more so than they used to be. Like there's you know so much fleshing out of like side characters and so much filling in of bits and pieces of story that weren't in the original because they didn't have you know the time or the technology to flesh out the whole story. So. It kind of feels like the original was an abridged version, and this is like the actual story. Yeah, um, no, I, I can I can definitely get that because I played a little bit of the original, um, but I hated most of the Final Fantasies, not because of them being bad games, just because I'm not a turn-based? fan. I'm not a fan of their interpretation of the turn-based um, combat mechanic. Um, 
but I, after playing the remake, I'm very interested to see what they do with the other parts, if they do other parts. Um, I don't know if you recall, Kieran, but they said they were at least working on the second part. They said they, the started, they, said they started pre-production of the yeah. next one. Yeah, which, which I mean, means that they're starting the hair rendering. Um, but, <laughs> like, but, so developers start pre-production of lots of games that they they never actually make. So I think like they'll be playing it by ear based on how successful this one is. But I think so far yeah. it's been very successful. So I don't see why that's not going to happen. So let's um, let's again just compare it sort of to the uh, to mm. the RE thing because mm. obviously they did one last year, like a full blown remake. Yeah, uh, and then this year they sort of pushed out re3 yeah i guess that was a lot of re3 is you know uses the same framework yeah. as, as re2 so i guess that production time was you know a lot less because Definitely. all the all the work had already been done do you yeah. think that'll be the case with part two or what I, you want to call i think so yeah it depends on how they structure it because like the advantage that they have with this this act of the story is that it all kind of takes place in one one location in like mm. a city um whereas the rest of the game is like an open world not an open world but like a traditional jrpg where you have like a big world map and you travel around it and go to different places is this so, in the original sorry yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. there's like multiple cities and locations and like a world map and all that kind of stuff so it depends on how they handle it they could they could go a similar route to um to the the like the first part and just have you kind of move from location to location location to location in like a linear fashion um or they could try to make it like a big open game so i don't know it depends on how they approach it see my only concern with them making a big open game is the open sections of what's currently available felt incredibly bloated and you know in all in the grand scheme of things there wasn't a whole lot they did and it still felt quite bloated and padded. So if they were to try and expand everything on an already open world, I'm worried that they just might kind of do the Ubisoft thing and just yeah. do empty checklist. I guess the thing is like uh, the open, like I, I don't like saying open world for the original because like it's, it's really just a map that you could walk around to get from place to place. But, um, you know, within each place in that was pretty much the same sort of structure that they have in the new one where it's just like, you know, you can go point to point and play through the story or you can veer off a little bit and sort of seaside stories and stuff. So that really hasn't changed. Um, what, what's the, uh, what's the, what's the gameplay like? Cause obviously it's such a huge departure from, you know, yeah. Games. So um, yeah, it's obviously it, it, they've, it's moved to it like a <clears throat> fully real time action game. Um, I, I guess so, the easiest way you could describe it was like, Kind of similar to Kingdom Hearts-ish kind of gameplay. Yeah, Zach doesn't understand that either, though. I've played Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> okay. At a Bandai event. All right. For five minutes. <laughs> I thought, See, what the fuck so, is this? So, so you completely understand. Um, but I guess you but, could almost do it like a pseudo hack and slash kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah, so it definitely got a huge rock and sword. Is it like, you know, yeah. Devil May Cry kind of thing? Not so uh, much where it's like you're in control of like the combos and stuff. It's It's pretty much like... Like, every character in it is different, um, but, like, if you're using the main character, like, Cloud as an example, he's got basically two buttons. One you hold down, and he kind of just auto-combos, and then the other one's, like, a, a a button just to switch his stance to, you know, do different attacks. But then um, you have access to menus as well, so you can sort of hit a button and sort of time slows down, and you can pick from your 
more traditional Final Fantasy stuff like spells and abilities and stuff. Um, and you can so like you can like, do that for everyone that's in the battle with you, no matter who you're controlling as well. No, nah. I mean like how you sort of do spells and stuff like that, like that sort of. You just picked another game that has spells in it, Zach. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's got magic in it, right? Yeah. Uh, I've got a quick question because mm. I've never played a Final Fantasy game before, mm. mainly because they, like Jordan, they're um, like turn based. Just doesn't interest me a great deal. Um, can you play the game just with the, the hack and slash or would you need yeah, to use absolutely the... absolutely can. So it's, you can go through the whole thing without touching any of the, like the turn-based bits and pieces. Yeah, it's not really, it's not really, yeah. It's or not, like there, the, there or like, like a, the time there, slow thing. Yeah. You, you still, you can, you can hotkey some abilities. Oh, okay. So you cool. can have like a shortcut menu. Um, yeah. Yeah. So like I hotkeyed the cure, the curing spells because health yeah. is the best. <laughs> um, but like even the time slowing stuff, it it like it doesn't stop that like a hack and slash action from happening. It just yeah. pauses it for a second, so you can, yeah you right. Can pick the yeah, thing all, that you all need. it really does is it allows you time to see what you're trying to cast instead of you fumbling buttons and casting the wrong thing and then not being able to do it until you have the ability to do it again. Sure, right, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. All right, so question for probably more for Kieran because you didn't play the originals, Jordan, but you and I have similar, um, I guess, experiences or whatever uh, growing up where we loved like an older style game. You, know, you have that turn-based Final Fantasy and I've got the static cameras and the tank controls mm. with RE. And now that you've experienced, I guess, like a more modern take on that, um, do you look back and go, gee, like... This is so much better, or nah? Because um, I still play turn-based RPGs. Okay. So, like series like Dragon Quest and stuff haven't haven't departed from that at all. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I guess we like. I mean, we like Final Fantasy. I think the difference with the Dragon Quest example is Dragon Quest has at least evolved and adapted with its uh with its uh oh yeah like, for sure on turn-based combat. Whereas, you know, Final Fantasy felt very stale until. They had to change something up towards twelve and thirteen, yeah. which was a bit of a mess. But yeah, yeah, you know. I don't know. I see. I'd I'd still happily like. I still happily go back and play Final Fantasy VIII almost every year. But if you, but if if they brought out a full blown remake, like let's say yeah. like a proper remake, not like a you know with a bunch of new stuff. Yeah. But, but it played like re. I mean, Final Fantasy Seven. Would you love it? I mean, you would love it. But do you know what I'm trying to trying to ask? Yeah, like if it was identical in in terms of gameplay, I probably would be a bit upset because obviously it's it is very basic in comparison to even like modern interpretations of turn based. But if it was purely turn based, I'd still love it probably. You I, mean I the think new one? From... no, I, I mean like if they made it so if they if they fully remade Ari, I keep saying Ari, damn it, uh, Final Fantasy Eight. Yeah, uh, but it was in the in the vein of Final Fantasy Seven. Oh, but it they... wasn't turn based. Um, you know, because I've played now that I've played both RE two, yeah. I go, oh, the old tank controls is just like it's from a it's from a time. No, that, yeah, I get what you mean. Was. I'd take either. Okay. Yeah, for yeah. sure. See, you know, I, I think I think the matter with that is, um, it isn't like the the new gameplay isn't exactly an improvement on an old gameplay system. Whereas in Resident different. Evil, it yeah. is an improvement. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. No, I, I Jordan's right. Like yeah. with Resident Evil, like it's the the same basic concept 
just with better controls realistically whereas yeah, like yeah, this yeah. is like a it's a different genre yeah okay yeah yeah i, I get that but i guess uh, yeah like having uh, tank controls and over, as opposed to over the you know over the shoulder it's that that is very different i, I will um, say it is nice for final fantasy to start finally start feeling like it understands what it wants to be in terms of gameplay because i really didn't feel that with 13 and 15 it felt kind of confused as to what it was trying to be I don't know about 15. 15 just felt like it was their sort of baby steps into what they've done with 7. Like they didn't, almost like they didn't trust themselves to make an action game. Uh, but 13 is, the, I don't I don't know what happened there. Are the characters <laughs> from fif- 15, sorry, yeah, from 15, or oh, sorry, are the characters from 7 in f- 15? No. No, okay. They're, so it's not like a, They're all standalone yeah, okay, so m- most most of the games. The no, but what m- happens most... is they add the characters from the previous game into each new game. So fifteen has like one hundred and fifty characters. <laughs> does it really? No, no, it doesn't. No. Most of the games are standalone unless they're one hundred doesn't have hundred. Unless they're unless they're a direct sequel. Like if they're 10 a sequel, to... they have like a number after the number. Yeah, so there's, there's ten, <laughs> two, and thirteen. So, okay, it's Zach, weird. the game has spells in it, mate. Okay. <laughs> so so Final Fantasy 7 so this cloud guy he's yeah. not in any other game this no. cloud guy <laughs> uh, well, no, 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 well, he's, in, he's in spin-off games sure but yeah, yeah no, right, okay. not any no, other no, I'm asking, isn't, so you, isn't you know, he in Smash Bros as well yeah well you know how you got you know Leon's in 2 for yeah, no, 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 no the, the, the games aren't directly worlds, connected different universes completely yeah. I know they're different universes but you know you know, you know what I'm saying. If you know the different universes, why will what? the same characters be in them? <laughs> well, no, I'm not talking... I thought you meant, like, different... As in... I meant RE. I thought you were saying that... Stop talking about RE. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. No, no, no. Like, sorry, like, like, Jill, Jill Valentine isn't in Final Fantasy. I thought Fantasy. you were saying that RE and Final Fantasy are different universes. I'm like, yeah, well, I'm, I'm well aware of that, mate. Which RE... Um, is Cloud in Resident Evil 3? <laughs> no, no, no. no. Actually, he's, okay. he's in Resident right, Evil 2. Here's, here's a question for you. If you could play the RE games with any Final Fantasy character, who would it be? Barrett, because he has uh, like machine gun arm. Yeah, Barrett, Barrett no. is Mr. X. Qu- uh, what's from Final Fantasy IX? Quin- Quina? Wait, what's the name? You're, you're on your own here. Yeah, the one with the big tongue from Final Fantasy IX. No. <laughs> Isn't he already in, or she already in the game as a liquor? Yeah. The liquor I don't want to know that, why that's either. The point. I just, I'm, I'm so happy to leave it at that. <laughs> All right. Now, on the other hand, if you could have any RE character in Final Fantasy, who would it be? Leon. Mr. Yeah, T. think of um, the hair. Mr. Mr. <laughs> Mr. T. <laughs> we already have that. <laughs> That's Barrett. Um... Yeah, I'll pay that. <laughs> uh, yeah, nice. All right, so overall, did you, did you guys enjoy it? I, I know I've read the reviews, but... Jordan? Yeah, I, I had a good time. It was uh, I, I also had fun with the game, but my good time was with Kieran. But uh, the the game nice. is definitely flawed for sure. Um, I think In I noticed. I, uh, well, there are, there are technical blemishes all over the place. Though surprisingly, the frame that, rate was okay, super stable. Something that that just you pick up on, like like more. No, so than... there's. There's doors in the game that look like they're from the PS1. Okay. No, no, And I Kieran, don't know why. Kieran, I've told you this. These doors are in the slums. They can't afford the rest of the polygons. <laughs> no, I think I think it's an actual bug that just happens to have shipped with 
the game, like everyone's yeah, game. Because like, yeah. there's like in in like one of the first areas in the game, there's like an apartment building that the main character is staying in, and every door looks completely out of place. Like it's not yeah. textured properly. It's like low poly. It's like not even just like it, oh, it it's lazy looks texture. Like, it's like it wrong. almost looks like they had like a perfectly good texture. Open it in Photoshop and just use a smudge tool across the entire thing. Yeah. Oof. Mm. Hopefully like that gets it's... fixed with like a day one patch. That's the other thing. Like the rest of the world doesn't have this game yet. We've had it for like yeah. what a week in Australia. So yeah. I, yeah, I, th- so I assume there's going to be a day one patch and everyone's going to have finished the game before that happens. Yeah. So the, yeah, we'll talk about that that whole situation soon. Yeah. No, but, we've yeah, about so, it so, <laughs> but yeah, so the um, the doors weren't the only technical blemishes I noticed. There is a lot of texture popping. Yeah, uh, that is I this, noticed in the game. This is their first Unreal. It's their first Unreal Engine game. Yeah, they were trying to use the. I think it's the, the Luminous Engine from AFL Evolution. Did they? Is that why the game took so long? Because they were working on Luminous. Final Fantasy. Yeah. yeah. Luminous yeah, yeah, engine. That, that, that was fifteen. Well, it does have spell. Fuck! Shut up! <laughs> but yeah, so that, that so after fifteen, the team was like, "No, nah, fuck, fuck the luminous engine. It's a pretty crap." So they they switched Spent to so long on it. Yeah, they so they switched to Unreal Engine four, but it is definitely a strange game on the technical side. I don't know if you noticed, Kieran, but the game has no idea how sound actually travels. Like the audio mix is kind of horrible in yeah. like, in the voices. I, I it really annoyed me when a, a friend was like two meters away, nothing in between us, and it sounds like they're on the other side of a concrete wall. They're just like yeah. all muffled, and it's, like, it makes no sense. And then you're like walking around the slums, and some random conversation from like ten meters away is like in your ear. Yep. Yeah, that was weird. I I think that that stuff will all get ironed out when it actually launches, hopefully. Hopefully. I don't know about the audio mixing, but I mean, the other stuff. I think, the, I think the audio mixing might be a bit harder, especially when it comes to the sound traveling thing between the characters talking. That'll be a but tough yeah. one to fix. But yeah, the, the texture popping, I kind of chalked that down to Unreal Engine because I know it's notorious for that anyway. But obviously, it's a little bit worse than normal. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely definitely noticeable but yeah then then there are also some just design elements which i didn't particularly agree with i told kieran when we were leading up to the embargo that like after like the second open area i was sick of the open sections i just started powering through everything because like all the content was just mundane fetch quests or kill quests of monsters that you've done before it's a jrpg mate (laughs) exactly speed runner no no i I didn't do a speed run i kind of you kind of speed run it (laughs) <laughs> no, not really. I just ignored the side stuff. That's not a speed run. Sweet speed run. Oh my god. I'm pulling down my review. <laughs> <laughs> but, and, um, Alright, so... Kieran, what did you end up giving it? Uh, I gave it a, a 9 out of 10. Um, and... That's still based on like a lot. Of, I think Jordan and I f- share a lot of the same criticisms, um, in some of the like the the game and the level design. Um, for me, there was there was a lot of instances where I don't, it it's tough because it's like it it there's a lot of time that they spend in a lot of the kind of dungeony areas where they're paying homage to like puzzles and like pathways and stuff from the original game 
um, but it sometimes kind of makes it feel a little bit a little bit dated in some areas, especially where yeah. like Cloud in in cutscenes and stuff, uh, he'll like jump you know ten feet in the air and off flying pillars and shit, and then like there's a ladder at drop. arm's length above him, and he's yeah. like, no, I have to go around this whole pathway oh, and move. Oh, he's like on a ledge that's like, like half a meter high, and he goes, I can't drop down. These have to go yeah. down the ladder. Um, so that stuff is kind of like you know it's a little bit weird, but um as as like a, a a delivery vehicle for like just pure final fantasy fan service it just nails everything so like for me that was like kind of what what brought it up see yeah um, and I, I definitely feel that's where you and i were yeah different were different because i didn't have that nostalgia i was just doing it purely based off of what it was in front of me yeah yeah so i like i think for you know as a taken as a, as a as a as a game on its own for for people who like maybe haven't played the original or or you know haven't aren't super fans it's still a good game um but for for fans it's like you know next level i will say that nice. did, did you did you notice the the weird tone that chapter 11 put out the 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 train the train yard yeah yeah, that was really confusing. It it didn't feel like it knew what it wanted to be. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's some. I I can't talk about it here, but there's some yeah, yeah. there's some ending stuff that um, at first I thought was weird, but I've been discussing it with people, and like there's some theories being thrown around now, and it's actually kind of blowing my mind a little bit. Um, it, there's some very 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 meta stuff going on that if the theories that people are throwing around are wrong, then it's Square Enix who are wrong and not these people because they're brilliant. <laughs> um, well, you you never know. Square Enix might see these theories and make it canon. They should. Uh, anyway, yeah. They won't. Uh, Jordan, you end up giving it a seven and a half, yeah? Yeah, I gave it a seven and a half, which according to Dylan means I bumped the game. That's like mean... an IGN zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know that anything under an eight is just why bother. Yeah, that's exactly. And like because said, of I'm you, not, I'm not playing anything under tens. We're not going to get the other parts of the game. Oh no! no. Because of you, the devs aren't getting paid. Oh no! No, no. well they're not gearbox. Um. Oh, we can talk about that too. Actually, um, I did have one last question for you. Actually, two questions. Uh, so first one for Karen is it in your early game of the year contentions yeah so far okay okay well it might and be the last game that comes out this year so <laughs> fair fair call um did it actually get another question did it as an old og fan did it um did it meet your expectations or were you a little bit disappointed or it exceeded my expectations because no. i was unsure of how they were going to pull it off from yeah. a, from the standpoint of uh like square enix especially final fantasy games or like media and spin-offs and stuff in the modern context haven't have been pretty hit or miss um and a lot of the stuff because not like quite a few years ago, they did like a thing called compilation of Final Fantasy VII, where they started releasing all these different like bits of of media, like uh, Advent Children, like a movie, 
and like a like an anime spin-off and these other games that were sort of spin-offs and stuff and like tonally those were like not great like they kind of fucked with the feeling of the original game so i I was kind of worried that they were going to do that again but they like in everything that happens in the remake it shows just how much they understand why people like the original and that like shows throughout the whole thing so i was was pretty happy about that do you reckon part of why they paid such close attention to that is because they learned from the mistakes of that compilation of final fantasy 7 i think so i think also they just told tetsuya nomura to shut the fuck up (laughs) <laughs> and stop getting involved in things um but it's cool because like the development team like when i was talking to I, I don't know we've probably discussed this but when i was talking to uh katase-san the producer when jordan and i went and played it uh for the preview um he was saying that the development team is basically like half veterans who were involved in the original game and half like fresh developers or developers from around the world that put their hand up to help that you know grew up playing the original I think it's a good mix nice. of people to have. Mm, for sure. All right. And the very last question before we move on, uh, considering that Adam and I are both big fans of games with spells, um, <laughs> would we enjoy this one? I feel like... Because I, I'll, like, I'll be I th- honest. I, I like, think Adam hype, more so than you would. Yeah. The hype, given the street break, the yeah, um, for some reason... I just want to play it. I don't know why. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I've got a mate that's playing it that was a, a massive fan of the original. So I kind of was like, oh, no, I'm not going to... If he tells me to play it, it's purely based on nostalgia. Yeah. But then the minute he was like, oh, the combat's real good, I was like, yeah, fuck it, no, I'm in. And I have no I have like, no idea why. Yeah, it's like... Yeah, again, like, as a... Just as, like, a modern action game, um, it is... It's pretty good. Um, I feel like, Zach, it might be a little bit too jrpg still even though it's okay. an action game yep. um and obviously like all of the kind of weird nods and like you know there's a lot of weird shit in it that's in it just because it's like a, a nod to the original game which i love but you you know there's a chance you'll be sitting there like why the fuck am i fighting a giant house <laughs> yeah. so but then again i've played resident evil 6 and you fight a giant fly for like eight times in a row yeah but Res- so. resident evil 6 is already a perfect game fuck off <laughs> um nice cool all right well um let's very let's very talk let's talk very briefly um about the game's street date break uh so obviously as karen just said before the game has been out in australia for uh when did they drop it was it the first first april first yeah yeah Yeah, i remember because it was april fool's day and everyone was like wait that's right (laughs) (laughs) good joke um, yeah, so it released nine days early before the game is scheduled to come out on April 10th, which is the, f- is it the Friday? So the day that this episode drops, mm. um, yeah, which is almost unprecedented for Square yeah. to launch a game that early. I mean, they did sort of, uh, tease that they were going to launch it early in some territories and, and regions, uh, when they said that they basically shipped it to, was like european or black parts of europe yeah. and australia um because of the whole corona mm. situation um but i didn't think they would release it the, like like nine days early i didn't think it'd be yeah i was thinking they're just going to release it on embargo lift yeah well that's what yeah, yeah that's what we spoke about and that's i guess another side of this is that we feel a bit shafted i guess in some ways um because you know we were made to sign these ndas and then 
we got our codes and then 24 hours later the game is on the shelves of of stores um so if you didn't get a early code you know there's sort of nothing stopping you from going out and buying it and i guess publishing an early review and you know milking that opportunity yeah um, because you know the u.s and well, basically everywhere else that isn't parts of Europe that have got it early in and uh, here, you know, they're still waiting for their uh, for the release. And Square said that, that they weren't going to push the digital release early either. Um, and that, yeah, basically that it was just good luck for, for us. Um, so two things, as reviewers, how did that, how did it feel, like knowing that, you've signed this big, huge NDA, um, but people can just go out and buy it and and play it. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, it's it's a weird situation. I kind of, I can understand that. And, you know, obviously there's, there's a bigger global market outside of Australia that still hasn't played the game. So there's still people mm-hmm. out there that will read a review. Um, but uh, it's just, for me, it was just frustrating not being able to join in conversations about the game because mm. we signed an NDA to say that we're not even going to say we're playing it. Yeah. yeah. Which that, that was the bit that I struggled with. Um, but uh, like at the same time, like, I mean, they couldn't have done much differently other than pull the review embargo forward. And at that point I would have, wouldn't have even finished the game anyway. So yeah, it's some, um, you know, I still, I think, you know, the majority of the people reviewing it have pr- probably still finished the game before the general public. Yeah, I think. I mean, I didn't obviously I didn't do the review, but it, I guess it's frustrating from a yeah from a website point of view is that we have this. Uh, it's almost like a golden opportunity that you probably don't get very often because normally if if it's like a game is like broken street date, it's sort of everywhere. Yeah. Um, so you know the whole world's sort of playing it. Yeah, um, so I think if, we've had that happen before. Where, or I mean, I guess it's like getting like a, a launch date code. Yeah, you know, we we get launch date codes and the game's out and people, but everyone's you know yeah. But this yeah. is a bit different because it's yeah yeah. I get what we, you mean. Like if you're an outlet that didn't get a code, you could potentially have the first review out in the world. Correct. Yeah. You know, there's right nothing there. stopping you. I know that uh, some friends of ours who uh, uh, like pops uh, pop. Culturists and I think Explosion Network and even like Dash Gamers and that they didn't get codes as far as I'm aware. Mm. Um, and yeah, they actually refused, or not refused, but they didn't want to basically post any early reviews out of like out of respect, respect for yeah. yeah, for that's really for cool. Outlets, yeah, I like that. Which is yeah, um, I was listening to the Pop Culturist uh, podcast on the way home tonight, and yeah, and they basically said that they. You know they've been, you know they've got the game and they can talk about it now, but they're they're choosing to hold out until the embargo, like everybody else, even though yeah, right. they bought the game. Um, yeah, which is pretty cool. I gotta uh, say, I have seen like because when when the game did end up, you know, releasing early and and uh, retailers started selling it and stuff, Square Enix were very like strict with their messaging. It was like you have to, you know tell your customers not to spoil this and you know all like the eb website and the jb website and everything had you know little disclaimers being like yeah. if you play this game early please don't spoil it all that kind of thing and like with the yeah, exception of like stri- with the exception of twitch streamers trying to capitalize on it everyone else that i've seen has been really good about that 
But I feel like Twitch takes it down anyway, I think. They, no, they did. One of my friends who was Twitch streaming, he only streamed yeah. the first hour. Um, yeah. But, like, everyone else that was streaming at, at that yeah. same they time were, as him. Twitch they was getting pulled down. down. But, yeah. like... You know, as far as like, you know, we're all members of like a lot of the like PlayStation, you know, Facebook groups and stuff like that. And I haven't mm. seen uh, even Twitter and stuff, which is usually like a, a, a minefield for spoilers. Like I haven't seen yeah. people spoiling anything. See, yeah, that's, that's also, I, I, I think, think this is where yeah. I think this is where I might chime in as well. So Kieran's obviously had a little more exposure to the original than I have to the point where he's experienced everything within what was remade before with the Midgar chapter mm. of the original. Whereas I didn't, I barely played Midgar and then I just got sick of it. Mm. Um, so even though people were being very good about the spoilers, I was aware that all it takes is for one person to spoil something and then an entire experience can be ruined. And yeah. I wanted to kind of make sure that that didn't, ref- that didn't really come across in the review. So I chose to play the game on easy, which is, Something I don't normally do. And that kind of soured my enjoyment of it because things were just like falling. And so, and the only reason I did that was just so I could get through things faster and mitigate the risk of potentially seeing the one person who's being a dick and spoiling something for me because yeah. all it takes yeah, is for fair. like one one surprise to not be there and then, you know, go, oh, this moment wasn't very good because I already knew what was happening. I can't believe that our roles have reversed, Jordan, because I'm, I'm halfway through replaying it on hard mode now. Oh, I mean, I I might replay it on like a hard mode now that like we're all done and everything. If I uh, muster the energy to do like the video review, because shout out to myself, I did a video review for Doom Eternal on my site. Um, so what's that site called? <laughs> uh, hentai, no, chilisauce.com. <laughs> <laughs> but this was probably. One of the most uh, Zach can attest is I was pretty deflated towards this review because, you know, I don't know what the situation is with you, Kieran, for doing press start reviews, but with us, you know, with well played, this is all just we know we do this because we we enjoy doing this. You know, there's there's no financial backing or anything, and the fact that we were wow. tied down. I'm the, in my uh, yeah. I'm as, 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 aside my aside castle. from Zach, <laughs> but like, but like, so it, it's a bit deflated, deflating knowing that. You know, you can't say anything. You know, you can't join the discussion. And, you know, for us, because we're, you know, strictly an Australian site with barely any reach outside of Australia, most of our audience is cut in half, if not more, mm. because of this street, yeah. this mm. street date break. So it felt like, you know, um, I was rushing to meet Embargo for nothing because we we get, you know, we, we tend to get quite a few post-release codes and just to clarify for anyone listening it is entirely okay for publishers to not give us codes that's well within their right it's just a matter and of then we never play them again so <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's more a matter of say like with neo 2 that was post-release so i took my time and you know explored mm. everything so i could make it as detailed of a review as possible mm. where with an embargo you know even though we did get a follow-up saying there was no pressure for us to meet that embargo there still kind of is that pressure and so you know i felt you know, I I scrambled to you know get everything done, yeah. and I'm happy that uh, I got everything done. But it, it I, just felt like a bit more meaningless, I guess. Yeah. For, especially for Australian publications. I feel yeah, because like I I I was on the verge of just being like, I'm not going to bother trying to get this out by embargo. Yeah. But, um, you know, the the planet's kind of aligned with me working from home at the moment because I've I've been able to stay up super late and just kind of roll out of bed in the morning and switch my computer on and start working. Yeah, yeah. So that no, definitely that, like, fair. that def- definitely benefited me. But there was like, yeah, there was a point where I was like, 
there's no fucking point anyway in this review so why mm. why bother trying to meet embargo but um yeah pulled my head out of my ass and did it so <laughs> yes <I have. laughs> See, that's you you guys know that because we talk about this behind closed doors a bit but that's how i feel a bit with bigger games that we get codes for on launch um so that sometimes it almost feels like it's pointless either even doing it because you know the reviews might have been out for a week and and all that i guess the yeah, the difference here was that is that the other ter- you know the other regions and stuff are in the same boat mm, um yeah so it wasn't you know we got the pre-release code this time and unfortunately yeah like you know people in certain areas were allowed to buy the game early um i, I honestly think though for me at least the most frustrating part was the street date broke the day after things were signed well that was probably planned. yeah i think they waited until yeah, absolutely, yeah. and that was the frustrating um, part. If you'd been like, you know, say that it dropped on like the third, I'd have been like, okay, you know, that's not immediately after, you know, because I already, mm. you know, we got the code and I had to waste the first day downloading because MBN's great, and you know, it took me an entire twenty-four hours to download ninety gigabytes. No power of the cloud there, mate. Yeah, no power of the cloud there, <laughs> but um, so like I, I definitely felt that <laughs> cloud. <laughs> yeah, get it. Um, yeah, but yeah, but so. Yeah, it was definitely yeah, no, grin and bear it. I would rather oh, no, have this this situation happen again, but us have a review out when embargo drops, so we're part of that embargo drop, um, rather than miss embargo drop and be out after after the launch of the game. Um, that's mm. my personal. Uh, yeah, but that's because that. you like you like working us to the bone. True, um, but I mean, I like it's it's actually I mean not that it's. It's it's not a big thing globally, but that so the same thing happened with AFL, um, and you guys might you know roll your eyes and sort of stuff, but that game here in this market is massive. What yeah, you were uh, just saying, people in the game can't roll their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so you know, <laughs> God damn it, Kieran! <laughs> we did that. Um, we did that interview uh, last month, and that was like you know, that that was huge for us. Yeah, like, that was it, was it was massive. A big bulk of our traffic. Um, so, you know, we didn't get the game was available to buy because of this whole chop change with the with the release date. The game was available to buy before codes even went out. Um for this one. So, you know, I think last time we might have got the code like a day and a half early. Um so we we were able to have a, a review up really, you know, relatively yeah. early after the game's launch, I think... but you know, this time and with and with just with work at the moment, it's just it's just, yeah. it's just tough. Um, I think the difference with AFL is that I think that they were in a better position for people to be able to buy the game before reviews came out. Correct, yeah. And, that, and that's, you know, that's... But see, and that's why, and I don't understand why they didn't release it digitally first. I think the digital um, thing was... I think that there's there's a lot of red tape yeah, for moving yeah. digital releases. Like, it actually, like, there's, like, complex cues with their, like, bandwidth and yeah, stuff that they have to get but around. But I'm more meaning from a... um. Uh, what's the right term? Like a profitability, a cashing in sort of way, because uh, I think we've spoken about this before. But Adam AFL Evolution One was like one of the highest return games in Australian yeah. history, or, or, or something like yeah. that. Like the you know the returns on that was were like massive. So if you release it, if you release it early on digital, and people don't really have that access to be able to return it, um, are you advocating you for that? 
No, no, I'm, I'm not. I, I, I thought of that's how they might push it. Ah. Um, well, don't give them ideas for Evo yeah, 3. Um, based on that. Like, I thought that's what they might do. Uh, is because this whole Corona thing, they, they might delay the physical release, push the digital release because, you know, they're... Because on those Facebook posts that they always talk about, you know, because we, we, they announced that they weren't going to do any in-stock, sorry, in-store uh, purchases mm. unless it was a pre-order mm. done before a certain date. Mm. Uh, I mean, EB kind of went back on that a little bit depending on the store. and if they You can find interest. it in-stores now in most places, actually. Y- you can? Yeah. Because yeah, I know they, lo- they loosened that up a bit. Um, but that's why I kind of thought they were pushing that sort of digital thing, but the digital thing that never moved. So yeah, I see. I think I think it's a similar story with AFL and Final Fantasy as well. In that, like, the the market here is still very physical yeah. because of how shit our internet is. Yeah. So I think the worry for something like for fun, with Final Fantasy as an example, I think the worry there was that like you know, bringing all this stock into the country. If, if we go into lockdown, that's like a big chunk of their, their sales yeah. and stock sitting there doing nothing compared mm. to other territories in like a percentage sort of point of view. Um, and I think yeah. AFL would have kind of been the same. Like they could have pushed it out digitally, but like, I think a lot of people would have just held out for the physical release anyway. But let, yeah. let's be real though. The AFL street break definitely overshadowed Final Fantasy. All right, so from, for two people, and this is, I, I, I want honest answers here. Two people that bought AFL. The two people who work in games retail here. Which we, we don't know who that is. No, we don't. <laughs> um, Jordan, is, Jordan, I'm just going to tell you my answer and then you say it. Which release has been do bigger, it. do you think? But, mm, do I need for, to for answer this market? <laughs> Yeah. Final really? Fantasy. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I could. The answer doesn't bother me. I, I'm. Yeah. I'm curious. Yeah. Final okay. Fantasy. Because I thought you know maybe with AFL being obviously an Australian sport that maybe. Uh, that oh, but because have... Final Fantasy is a Japanese sport, then we fucking oh, shouldn't. Yeah. Now look, That's in fairness though, Wait, like. Did, didn't there it, used to be like the comment that like Japan is like one of the only other countries that plays Aussie rules football? No. Nah. Because, like, growing up, like, so many kids say that, and I was like, you're full of shit, hey? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's... Kids are full of shit, that's... that's, Yeah, true. Um, But, yeah, in full fairness, though, like, the... Obviously, people prior to both of the game's releases would come in asking about Final Fantasy. That's a, a given. But as far as general public goes, and maybe not your you're more, for lack of a better term, like, hardcore gamer, um... Like, every second person would ask about AFL. Like, it was, have you heard anything more about AFL Evo 2? Is there a release date for it? Uh, can we pre-order it yet? Like, the the number of questions you'd get on a daily basis Do you think that just came from, it? like, misinformation? Well, not misinformation, but, like... Lack, lack of, of information? information? Probably. Um, or, or, 100%. Or, or, yeah, or and, and that's probably why they did that. But, I mean, if they did, it definitely worked. Because it the, the intrigue around it was ridiculous like the, also you you work in tasmania right <laughs> yeah i do we Which don't have internet here football see states. i think they're only up to final fantasy 6 <laughs> <in Tasmania. laughs> see i thought i thought that was a pretty fair question no it's not no, 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 it. genuinely it's not as as stupid as it sounds but i mean obviously see like final fantasy is, is obviously the bigger game like like that's not in dispute but it's more like 
in our market, like when it breaks like that, um, you know, what, what are people coming yeah. for the most? I think um, it's a tricky, like with the, the whole COVID thing as well. Like it, like you said, with the, the AFL season being, I don't know what it is canceled or postponed or whatever, but postponed. there's, there are so many, there are PS4s in so many homes of like non, non gamers who just play like your FIFAs and your NBAs. Wow, so, non gamers who play games. Oh, uh, you know, you know what I mean. Like the like the super casual, super probably, casual. Gamer. Probably have Fortnite as well. Yeah, for sure, mate. Um, but yeah, with with all of those consoles floating around, there was a pretty high demand for AFL because yeah. you couldn't you couldn't watch it, um, and you couldn't go outside it and play it. So that was kind unless of the only alternative. Well, yeah, unless you have a sizable backyard. Yeah. Um, all right, so one last thing on this little uh, street day break. But we, I mean, I guess the answer is pretty obvious, but why do you think they decided to break so early with Final Fantasy? Uh, I think like, like, I think part I of that... you said about the stock sitting yeah. there, but it seems very early for it to... I think I, it's I, I think I, it's a combination of things. Like definitely the the like I said, like the idea that, you know, physical is such a big market and for you know, if everything shut down then it's like yeah, kinda it, just it was disappears. Oh, it's definitely a volatile situation for yeah. Australia at the time. Uh, but then like also from like a global perspective, if you know, uh Bandai Namco who distribute Final Fantasy in Australia, I think they do it in the UK as well. I could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure they do. Um It'd be you weird know, for them to do it in the UK. Oh no, I think no, I think is Square, it, is it no, a, isn't a Square Enix UK? <laughs> yeah, there is a Square Enix UK. You're right. No, I just realized that as, as I was saying it. Um, <laughs> uh, but like, I think you know, if those territories came to you know Square Enix Global and were like, "Hey, we're a bit worried about COVID. Everything's kind of shutting down. We've got all this stock. Can we sell it?" From from a global perspective, you know, looking at how the, the size of those territories compared to the US and Japan, they would have been like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." Like. Mm. Just, you know, it might know. this might drum up some like weird hype or like you know chatter, and it's going to affect you know five percent of our market. So sure. Yeah, because I mean, if you even if you just look at Australia's population, it's like what twenty six million. Yeah. If you if you were to say like ten percent of those people play games, and then an even smaller margin of that are Final Fantasy people, you know, it, it's not an entirely big market to risk. Uh, yeah, it's the hybrid. It'd be a different story like if Japan got it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like the US. I just, yeah, like I just, I mean, I, I, I could be maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like the whole conversation or not the conversation, but that's not the right word, but the, I feel like a couple of weeks ago we were, ScoMo was having a talk every second night about what's changing and, but I feel like the last week it's sort of, it's that, like that's toned down a bit. Now. Yeah. I, they could have, they could have made that decision when things were like at a kind of at a fever yeah. pitch and then it just it just maybe, sort of dissipated maybe scobo was talking a lot just so we could get final fantasy 7 early maybe yeah maybe that was the plan all along maybe. all right let's uh let's move on from from this but we will talk a bit more about uh covert impacts um when we're going to some news and announced this week was it monday or no, sorry, April 3rd that this article was written on, which is last Friday, sorry. Uh, but The Last of Us 2, part 2, has been delayed indefinitely. Mm. Or indefinitely, if you're... Um, one <laughs> 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 Fuck those people. Um, which is funny because it sort of launched... Sorry, this, this news came out close to sort of April Fool's. Um, 
Yeah, so I woke up at about uh, 5 a.m. on the Friday morning there and I saw this on Twitter and initially I honestly thought it was uh, like an April Fool's joke um, and it wasn't sort of until I read the comments that it was actually, you know, the 3rd of April here, which means it's it's it, it passed like April Fool's Day and this was an actual thing. Um, that, yeah, the, the Last of Us Part 2 That's such a big delayed. blow, like... What, like yeah, of all the it's, titles it's, to be hit by that, yeah, like, it's rough. I didn't. I thought there would be some delays. I thought to the end. Of, I thought we'd get to the end of May though. Um, yeah, possibly even June before those delays. Um, you know, before the impacts might start um, delaying games and. But for it to be delayed yeah, indefinitely, cause we, that, that was sort of interesting. But I guess that they don't want to put another date on it yeah, and then miss that date Yeah, because we, we spoke... When we were talking about delays, like the impact of delays and stuff with, with COVID, I, a lot of what we were talking about was like development delays. But like yeah. for, you know, The Last of Us Part Two is pretty much done. Yeah. They just don't want to release it. Yeah, which is so like the a whole different thing. the Naughty Dog put out, just I'll quick, quickly give it a quick read here. As you've likely seen, the release of The Last of Us Part Two has been delayed. We're sure this news is just as disappointing to you as it is to us. We wanted to reach out to all of our community to give you a little more information. The good news is we're nearly done with the development of The Last of Us Part 2. We are in the midst of fixing our final bugs. However, even with us finishing the game, we were faced with the reality that due to logistics beyond our control, we couldn't launch The Last of Us Part 2 to our satisfaction. We want to make sure that everyone gets to play The Last of Us Part 2 around the same time, ensuring that we... Uh, ensuring that, we, that we're doing everything possible to preserve the best experience for everyone. This meant delaying the game until such a time when, where we can solve these logistic issues. Um, yeah, so there's two things that are interesting, or maybe actually, maybe there's like three things that are interesting about that. But just very, very quickly, the initial announcement from PlayStation also stated that Iron Man VR was also delayed until further notice. Oh, no. Um, now, that game, correct me if I'm wrong here, Kieran, but that game doesn't have... A physical release? Yeah, it does. No, it does have a physical okay, release. Okay, okay, cool. I wasn't sure on that. I was just, uh, all right, that's what I wanted confirmation on. But the second thing with their announcement is that uh, PlayStation also says they actually have a follow-up tweet uh, to their initial uh, announcement that says that no other games are impacted mm. yet. Um, which is interesting because given that Ghost of Tsushima is set oh, to release God. less than a month later on June 26th. Um. All right. So, the fact uh, that it's delayed indefinitely. I I, I want to go on top of this and say that it looks like uh digital pre-orders are being refunded now. For yeah, yeah. Just, just about that, to say yeah. it's been just taken off the PlayStation Store entirely. Really? Yep. Yeah. Wow. It got pulled. I don't know if it was earlier today, maybe H- or hey yesterday. Boys, did Did Last of Us Part Two ever actually exist? Were they just sitting on yeah. it and then just like? Well, Kieran's played it. Well, so I guess. that's yeah. I've played both of Iron Man and Last of Us. Yeah, but maybe maybe they actually can't because I wasn't allowed to capture anything. Exactly, and maybe it's like the story of like Anthem's development where they had very small demos that were like basically that's all they could show, and the rest of the game wasn't actually a thing yet. So maybe it's maybe maybe oh we're not going to be as good as Anthem, so we. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say maybe Last of Us Part Two is the next Anthem. Um, Maybe they accidentally like wrote a story about coronavirus in it, or maybe it was a bit like. Kieran's hard drive it just ran out of space and they lost all the game <laughs> can, you <laughs> can you imagine if they were like if they just oh, fucked you, it yeah, while it was like while they were compiling the final like rendering game rendering or something 
Yeah, they're like compiling um, the whole game together and then it, like the hard drive crashes and they lose it and they're like, oh, you know, uh, coronavirus. We're sorry, it's delayed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> our, our, our PC has got a coronavirus. Um, fuck, can you... What would you... you, you would oh, come on, like, Kieran. You'd be like, fuck this. I'm not doing this game again. <laughs> fuck. Like um, when you lose your save file in a game and you're like, fuck, I'm not playing that again. It's like, fuck, I'm not yeah, developing you know, this like, again. You know, it's like permadeath when you play two and a half hours of Song of Horror <laughs> and you kill everyone and you go, I'm like, nah. I'm you know what? Like, the development of entire game is exactly like that, Zach. That's yeah. exactly <laughs> it. Um, but I guess, yeah, so a couple of things... Yeah, here is that it says it talks about release logistics, which um, that could tie into that Final Fantasy type thing, whereas that you know one region and that got to play it, or a couple of regions got to play the yeah. game a lot earlier than everybody else. Yeah, see, they're they're and in I a guess, better position where they've got time to figure that out ahead of yeah. time, I guess. And this, and correct me if I'm wrong here, Usually. but I feel like the spoil <laughs> the spoilers in The Last of Us two. Oh, sorry, if anyone posted any spoilers, yeah. for Last of Us 2, oh, that yeah. would be a lot bigger than, yeah, exactly. than like a Final yeah. Fantasy VII, which, yeah. Because um, so you that know that what Final makes... Fantasy VII is. It's just got a big sword and spells and stuff. That's it. It's just like The Witcher um, 3. It's like RE, but... Yeah, and so if like The Last of Us 2 had Terminus. spells, we'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Don't spoil um, it, bro. Yeah, so I guess that part's one side of it, is that at least they can now sort of control the game's launch a bit better. Um, it also talks about that they're still crushing bugs. Um, so I guess maybe this might not have might mean that they might have to crunch as hard. Um, and from what I've heard from Naughty Dog, uh, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was time for much better. Um, the other thing is now stick with me here. No. Because mm. we're going to go on on like a little journey, but. What do you think the chances are that they've gone... Okay, so our messaging around the PS5 has been pretty bum. Xbox is on top. Yeah. Let's pull make it a launch The Last title. of Us and make it a launch title. I mean, you know, it'll be PS4, PS5 well, title. There, there have been rumours. It, it'll launch day one with enhanced... or well, not enhanced, but, you know, Pro, pro not Pro, but whatever you call it, PS5. Yeah. Enhancements, whatever. Um that gives you know Naughty Dog a bit more time to do enhanced textures or whatever they got to do for for that because um, that could be a big move because uh, fucking what's the name of them Microsoft Factory. they've said that they're going to do um, uh, forgot Microsoft Halo, excellent Halo Infinite uh, at launch mm. so they've got a so they've got a big dog player um, you know supposedly coming at launch with the fucking what's it called again series x one x um and yeah i mean just an idea i mean i could be wrong but because that is quite a big delay like that's what might go from the end of last year to to, infinity yeah and beyond um because we don't even know if the consoles will launch at the end of this year i mean I, i think i still expect them to just in smaller quantities at the moment but that could easily change um but that would be a pretty big move to have that at launch yeah 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 for sure um whether it's likely like who knows because the game's obviously pretty much done um and i don't know if there's they can add anything more to it like maybe they can make a dlc or like the uh, left behind sort of one but who knows but yeah the other question is what happens to to uh, ghost 
who reckons that'll stay on June 26th? I desperately uh, I, hope I, that I th- it does. I think Ghost is in a better position in terms of it doesn't have it doesn't feel like it'll have the same impact as The Last of Us Part Two would. No, I'm gonna yeah. tell you what, I got no f- hope of that coming out on June 26th. You reckon? You reckon? No, nah, I reckon that's not gonna happen. Heard it first. Can you confirm that for us, mate? Nah, I, I can confirm that I believe. Nah, nah, don't, nah. <laughs> no halves, mate. Go whole hog. Uh, the Last of Us, Ghost of... What? No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, last, the Last of Tsushima. Will not launch It'll, on June It's going to ghost its June 26th release date. Yeah. Hey. And if it does, well, I'm wrong. No, that's not good enough because you're always wrong. We need a <laughs> we need higher stakes than well. that. <laughs> All right. If it... If it so if okay, it, hang on, hang on. Let's, let's go around the table. Will <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima launch on June 26th? Adam. Yes. And and don't think with your dick here. Think with your head. <laughs> well, how else nah. are we supposed to think? <laughs> yeah, mate, that's a bit unfair. No, nah, yep. Yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll release when, when scheduled. Okay. Jordan. Yeah, I, I think it'll, it'll release when scheduled. Okay, Kieran. It'll break street date in Australia by nine days. No, it'll... <laughs> It'll really, it'll yeah. Bre- no, I'm it'll- expecting it. I don't think it'll change. This is where okay. this is where we all just get like sharp and only break street date by an hour. <laughs> so why? Okay, so why do you think that this game? I mean, because this is a pretty big new IP, really. Um, I already explained IPs, it. It doesn't have the same gravity towards it as the yeah. last yeah, this no, part two. But it's still. But okay, but explain that. I'm also trying it's, to be optimistic about like the worldwide situation. Obviously, it won't come out on June 26th if everyone's fucked. Like, they've delayed Iron Man VR, which who the fuck gives a shit about that, apart from the 12 That's probably just an excuse for them to actually finish developing it. Yeah. True. (laughs) But, like, with Ghost of Tsushima, like, you can't... You can spoil it, but the spoilers won't be on the same level as The Last of Us 2 spoilers, because people are already invested in The Last of Us world. No, okay, but... Yeah, Joel's not going to die in The Ghost of Tsushima. (laughs) So, so, um... uh, But I I guess my reasoning is not spoiler-related. I think it's more, is this the right time to launch a brand new IP? Um... It's a good time to launch a brand new IP because stuck inside like, everyone's and stuck games. inside and nothing else yeah. is coming out. Well, what kind of question is that? Okay, but what if you can't go and buy it? Like, Honestly, digital only, I mate? think like... See, the the thing with the thing that sort of... Uh, like, I understand delaying The Last of Us, but I also, like, on the other hand, I was, I was almost expecting or, like, you know, wondering if that they would take that as an opportunity to push digital... And sort of, you know, use a big title to get people on board with digital that wouldn't have been before. Because I feel like all it takes is like, you know, one big game to... But that ruins... But that that fucks over the physical community, I guess. Yeah, that's... Yeah, exactly. Which is why they wouldn't do it. But with a game like Tsushima, they might. Pre-orders of like collector's editions, man. In all fairness, out. A lot of publishers do want to fuck over the physical community because the physical community, you have resales and everything, which those publishers get nothing out of. Yeah. They've already re- tried to ruin it, like with Battlefield 3's online pass. <laughs> oh, oh, online passes are the best. No, so good. <laughs> <sighs> no, but like, I feel like, you know, with a game like Ghost of Tsushima, it's a good opportunity to sort of do that because 
that yeah, they have the collector's editions, and they can still ship that you know kind of big, more niche stuff out if they really. If want they could to. ship one straight to me, that would be excellent. <laughs> um, so the other, the other thing then, I guess, um, could this? Because we've spoken about when Last of Us got delayed before. Uh, as you know, it might have been when they announced the Ghost of Tsushima date and how I said that they're quite close together mm. and it just seems very, very strange for them to be close together. Maybe yeah. this is their way of using... Not, you know, not using the pandemic, I guess, to their favour in a sort of way. All right, take the tinfoil so, hat off, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, and that gives Ghost of Tsushima room by itself without having The Last of Us releasing three weeks pre- you know, previously. I can't believe you just suggested that Sony released coronavirus to move the dates around stealthily. <laughs> Confirmed it as well. And we yeah. have our intro. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Ghost of coronavirus. That's the, that's actually what the game's going to be t- renamed to. Wait, wait. Uh, that's what The Last of Us is going to be renamed to? Or Ghost of Shima? That's going to be the title of this week's podcast. No. Um, no. no, it's not. <laughs> no, it'll be, it'll be the, la- the last of Corona. Um. Yeah, I just I don't know I just can't see it. I can't see why they would if the situation is going to worsen because right now like America's getting fucked like massively. Uh, I think they're taking the biggest hit. I think I don't know about Italy and stuff because they were pretty fucked early, but they maybe have plateaued a bit. Um, but we're coming into like you know cold season and stuff, so we're probably going to ramp up a bit now. Um, but America's just going to be that next next level. I think they're just they're just catching it like. Like it's a virus going on Pornhub, mate. Just, you know, getting it easy. Um, None of that but... made any sense. <laughs> it was so glorious, though. I fucking loved it. <laughs> just getting oh. it easy. That's what you tagline. <laughs> just <kidding. laughs> all, all, all roads lead to getting it easy. <sighs> Look, it's been, it's been a long day. Pornhub.com. Yeah, getting it easy. It's been long. <laughs> D- dare I, when I edit this, dare I play the, the Pornhub community intro behind this? Please. <laughs> oh God, I'm tired now. Um, let's move on from this news because there's some other news here to talk about. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's not gonna happen, boys. And you'll uh you'll be kissing my feet when it comes to June twenty sixth. Thank you for exposing all of our foot fetishes. <laughs> Actually, I reckon. Oh no, 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 oh, no, 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 let's go, let's just go, let's just go. Um, all right, so in other news this week. Uh, <laughs> no, now I want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, I kind of do too. I reckon Adam's got a bit of a foot fetish. <laughs> Out of everyone. My fetish is vacuums, maybe... mate, we've established that. Yeah, but. I reckon his missus has got a foot fetish, because now he can't move it. <laughs> 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 No, I'll pay that. That's not bad. Um, Wait, Adam, is she around? You want to get her on right now so I can ask her? Or oh, it's just hang on. Let me look. No, can't see. I can't see her anyway. Why, why is it? I feel like you can't look far looking. though. <laughs> 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 one bedroom apartment. Sure, that's that's what we have. Yep, one room oh, apartment. Right, so, where wow. else do you live? Oh, Tasmania. <laughs> that's right. I don't know Tasmania. Never mind. Speaking of Tasmania, Resident Evil Eight rumors <laughs> have been uh, coming out pretty thick in the last week and a bit um, Mr. Adam Ryan here wrote about the uh, yeah the latest one well actually there's one that's just come out maybe like an hour ago yeah uh, while we've been recording this but this one was from a couple of days ago and it is from our good old industry insider uh, what's his name Gollum Dusk Gollum 
Dusk yeah, Golem, aesthetic gamer, uh, who's actually been pretty good with his Resident Evil predictions in the past. Um, but he tweeted uh, a few days ago saying that the the, the little game is done, uh, referring to the RE3 remake, and that this news will be breaking this month with more details later, but not by himself. Um, but he needed to clear some stuff off. Resident Evil t- 2021 is actually Resident Evil 8, but it wasn't always uh, that project. It actually began development as Revelations 3, um, which is like a one of the more action-y spin-off uh, One of the better spin-offs, series. really. True. Uh, he also goes on to say that the game has been going through some huge changes to make it more to more like a mainline title. Sorry, mainline title. Uh, big changes to the story characters. So specifically, what you what you've heard may not be fully true in the final, but a number of elements remain. Uh, it's going to be cross-gen, so PS5, PS4, Xbox One, and Series X. Uh, but he said that the full reveal should come in the next few months. It's going to be first person. Boo. And many purists are going to hate it because it's taking some serious departures in the story, enemies uh, and the like. So like hallucinations and occultism, insanity, and not being able to trust others are huge thematics of it. Um, What do we think about this? Actually, before we answer that question, the latest um, rumor drop was from that Twitter dude named Nibble. Nibble? Uh, Nibelian. Nibelian, well, that, that, that's his his handle, yeah, but his actual name there, yeah, I'll pay that. Uh, <laughs> latest rumour is that it's called Village, because um, of the, the V-I-L-L-4-8, um, and Chris to play a central role, has been redesigned. Uh, new, he'll probably still punch boulders, uh, new, <laughs> new stalker enemy type, uh, like witches, <clears throat> uh, it's a European setting, which is actually pretty cool. Weird elements with hallucinations, possible RE4 style inventory UI, and plan for Q1 2021. Mm. Uh, so, what do we think? I'm I'm here for it because, like, the idea of them expanding because I loved Resident Evil Seven, and I'm not like a big Resident Evil purist, so that's probably helped. But I I, lo- <laughs> I loved Seven, <laughs> and I think for them to expand that sort of house environment into a whole village would be very cool. And, Have you and not that, played RE4, mate? It's uh, in no, a, it's in a, but that's it. it. And, then, and, then, and then to sort of, like, it almost feels like a meshing of the two, right? Hmm. So yeah, but see, that's RE4 a good idea instant, to me. RE4 is instantly better because it has Leon. Yeah, well, True. again, I'm not invested in, in Resident Evil lore, but like, yeah. You don't to, need to, to be invested in the lore to love <laughs> Leon. To kind of like mesh, like, you know, what made RE seven great and you know elements of of what people liked about four is i think is a good idea look i didn't love seven i didn't hate seven really um, i think you hated it i think we gave it a nine i think yeah yes yeah, so kieran gave it a nine because i was in i was actually in europe you were speaking of that uh when when that game came out um and i love the first part like like the first half is excellent it's a really good horror game i played a bit of it in vr and it was pretty pretty spooky but the second half of it when it sort of left the house environment into the more first person action sort of stuff that that's where it yeah, sort of lost me a that. bit um i also feel like it's uh capcom being a bit of a bitch 
um, and not wanting to make a new IP and just trying to tie the Resident Evil name and to make the game tie in um, rather than making it, yeah, you know, yeah. its own thing, which is not a bad thing, but I guess that's where the, that's the risk that they take by pushing away these OG fans, um, you know, and then when you look at these remakes and how how amazing they've been and how well they've been received at this third party sorry third party third person um no, third party you know, <laughs> over the shoulder survival horror you know games you know i feel like that's the take i thought i i hope that that's that would be enough evidence that they should push the series in that direction but apparently not but on the other hand the occultism uh the hallucination stuff that which reminds me of the uh, the Hookman, because I don't know if do you guys ever recall. I know you guys aren't big in, in RE lore, but the cancelled RE4 game before. Yeah, so my friend that is, because uh, I'm, again, like the other two boys, I'm not hmm. huge in, in RE lore, um, but she sent me the, like, the original. The video? The video of it. It looks fucking great, yeah. like, with the. Um, the suits like of the... armor and, and shit yeah. like that. Like, it looks excellent. Um, yeah, and they basically cancelled that and made it turned into well, yeah, RE four. Yeah, but if we get elements like like that in in RE eight, I'm all all for it, hundred percent. Yeah, so that I mean, even like I mean, the insanity part, like, is it going to be like part Lovecrafting? Because uh, that, that that would be you know, it could be a it could be a Lovecraftian. Oh Jesus! I was like, that's right. Um, but yeah, the other thing is like the, the sinking raccoon city. Fuck oath. Oh, I like oh, that. Oh, look out. Um, I like how close good... you were to your mic when you said that. Yeah, that was so sensual. Oh, my God. Ooh, <laughs> like, sinking like, raccoon ASMR. city. Don't do that. <laughs> Resident <laughs> Evil. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, yeah, like the whole werewolf thing is also pretty cool because um, I feel like the order, my baby, didn't do werewolves justice in that game. Um, like I can see yeah. people being pissed about vampires and werewolves being in it, but I mean, vampires and yeah, see, vampires you lose me a bit there. It, I mean, werewolves it also so it depends how they go about it. Like it, it might not be your, your typical vampire, but like they've written mm. they've written in so like your non typical vampire, or I don't know, a sparkly one, <laughs> a sparkly one. But like the T virus, realistically, can do what it likes as far as a, a story. Mm. point goes like they can do what they want with it completely they'll just be like oh it's a different strain of it that you know yeah i does just this i kind of hope that i'm hearing the new rumor or the the new one about chris being in it is is good because ethan from seven didn't really do it for me uh, yeah uh, and the other news we got here is I can't see it because that's in front of the way. Minecraft Sex Dungeon got a release date. Jordan. I love uh, we, can't, yeah, so... we can't put stupid jokes in the headlines because he just fucking reads them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I wrote that. <laughs> oh shit! But but yeah, so uh, Minecraft Dungeons got delayed. It was originally set for uh, at some point. Yeah, August. <laughs> oh, not August. Fucking April. <laughs> this month is an August Jesus <laughs> I've been inside for too long Fuck <laughs> um, But it looks tape. like It's been repositioned For May 26th So it's obviously Replacing The Last of Us Part 2 Which is May 29th Or whatever Makes sense Yeah So like Good good guy Microsoft Nice 
Cool. Um, while we're talking about Minecraft, the because Jordan, so we're with Jorts, we spoke about games we were keen for last week, and you spoke about Minecraft. Um, I also spoke about the Hand of Glory, which was coming um, uh, April fourteenth, episode one. I actually went on to after Jorts was published. Um, I went on to the Kickstarter. I was like, oh, I wonder what's going on with that. <laughs> it's just delayed. The night before we posted Jorts. Uh, or might have been, or might have been the night of that we posted shorts. Yeah, that was like that game was also delayed. Son of a bitch. Um, but yeah, it's coming in in May now, in May sometime. So again, replacing uh, the Last of Us. Just thought you should know that. Thanks, mate. Uh, cool. Cooking Mama. Uh, yeah, so this was a really interesting situation. So Cooking Mama got a bit of like a weird stealth drop with the last Nintendo Direct, I think it was, the Mini Direct. Um, and then all of a sudden, it like it was on the eShop for a day and then it disappeared. And then all the marketing material for... Or a, lot of, a lot of the marketing material for the game disappeared as well. Uh, and people were really curious what was happening. You could still buy it physically. Um, and then like yesterday or the day before... Uh, at the time of recording, uh, there was a rumor that because of Dell bragging about using blockchain technology for all your player IDs and stuff, it was actually using your Switch as a crypto mining farm, and it was destroying <laughs> batteries and you know ramping up network usage and everything like to the point where there were rumors that the thing would only run for half an hour off the battery. You had to keep it plugged in. Um, that was debunked. The developers came out and said, you know, there's no cryptocurrency or crypto mining stuff in there. But it recently came out that part of the reason why all this stuff was going on was when they were um, trying to do all this stuff, they removed a lot of the blockchain elements and the game was very unoptimized after that. So the de- the I think it was the publisher wanted to push it back and the developer just pushed it out when they weren't supposed to. And so the publisher had to contact Nintendo to get it pulled down and physical copies are no longer in production. And it's looking like right now, physical copies in um, the secondhand market, their price is just skyrocketing. Yeah. Such a weird situation. And for the longest time, nobody could figure out who actually developed the game as well, because (laughs) the box art in every region listed a different developer and none of them were taking credit for it. Um, yeah, because I remember I emailed uh, Nintendo about this, and they yeah, because like, nah, I wanted to review fine. it, and they're like, "We don't, yeah, whatever." Like, um, we're not doing codes. Um, it's like, what? Well, aren't you the like publisher? But nah, um, they're, they're not. But um, I think the publisher, I think in the end, was it not Kosh Media that's publishing I don't it? Know, man. I think it might have been. Yeah, because yeah, no, no, yeah, uh, when the blockchain rumor started, people saw Kosh and were like, "Oh my god, one of the Kosh, Kosh brothers." brothers. Yeah, like- <laughs> I saw this. I'm like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever read. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, it's super, super weird. But like the other, the, the, like the, the thing that gets it with, like for me is that a lot of the early reviews were praising the game and saying it was quite good. And like, that's the general consensus is like, it's a little bit light on features, but it's a good cooking mama game and like people are enjoying it. But, and then like this whole thing just blew up. So it's a, it's a weird situation. It's not like some random shovelware game that's like someone who's just fired it out. Like it's a, it's a decent game that's come out and then it's just like went belly up with all these like weird rumors and developer-publisher relationship woes and stuff. And I don't know. I bought two copies. What? 
I he bought two copies. He bought two of copies. Of Cooking Mama? Yeah. Yes. Uh, oh. It could be the next Poop Slinger, mate. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I, love, I love that she had Poop Slinger. <laughs> um, Alright, so another couple of quick news wrap-ups. Uh, Hyper Jam is coming to the Nintendo Switch. It's a very cool Aussie-made little... Uh, party brawler game um uh, this this we actually didn't this news only just broke i think while we we're recording but disco elysium is coming to the nintendo switch as well yeah i, I listed nice. that here as well uh, oh you did okay cool i didn't read it yeah wow Hyper jam's coming on the uh april 20 28th is it George, um, adam anyway it's coming it's coming late in the month uh the resident evil 3 board game is coming to kickstarter later in the month as well um i've still got my unwrapped Resident Evil 2 board game and expansions and whatnot. Unwrapped? Wow, you opened it. No, it is wrapped. Sorry. What did I say? Unwrapped. Un- unwrapped. <laughs> uh, but I got no one to play it with. So, yeah, it's still wrapped. Um, cool. So that's news for this week. Quickly move on to some... Hentai. Off-topic hentai... <clears throat> Bullshit. No, I, I got... But, um, okay. So, Kieran, you missed it last <clears throat> week. I, w- I was discussing um, a free hentai website that's that's uh, up right now. And they're only free because of this whole uh, self-isolation thing. It's right up your alley. I think I probably already subscribed. <laughs> Good man. Good man. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, well... Adam, since you've been sitting on the couch all day, you've been watching or... Uh, I'm two episodes behind on Star Wars Clone Wars, so after we stop recording, I'll probably get on it. What about you? Go fuck myself, I guess. Star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) No, are you still writing it? Yeah, still writing it. It's a real good time. Nice. Is that on Disney Plus? Yes, yeah, it is. So so she's a um, a bit janky at times, but... It's it's good, nonetheless. Kieran. Let's call it Bung Knee Plus. You know what I found out was on Disney Plus the other night? Billy Zane's The Phantom. I wish. Tailspin. No, actually, no, I, I own that movie. I'm not sure why I wish. Um, yeah, yeah, boy. Tailspin. Nice. Yeah. But, like, only season one, I think, is on the Australian Netflix. Um, Disney Plus, sorry. Uh. Yeah, but still. Boycott. Um, yeah, no good. Uh, yeah, you have you been watching anything? Free hentai. Nice. Um, oh. I, I finished season three of this dinner. Pretty good. Probably the weakest season of the three, if you've seen the other two, which I know you guys haven't because you guys would just watch hentai and fucking beat your meat all day. Um, yeah, mate. I've also I'm started put my whole watching... genre into it. <laughs> Uh, um, I started watching a German show called Freud, which is about Sigmund. Oh, Freud. you're, you're not going to start complaining about the accents and subtitles here, too, are you? No, oh, this is. No. Okay. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> it's actually really good. Uh, and the subtitles are greatly sized, and the accents are very German. I, I like how he's trying to be like really positive there, and he still sounds like just as much of a boomer as he did last time. Mate. <laughs> It's just normal. Okay, the, the problem is that the is that Prime obviously has smaller subtitles. That that's and I'm so used to Netflix sized subtitles, it was just smaller. So how about you fucking shut up? Um, <laughs> Sorry, Grandpa. And also the other the other accent was English, but had a thick 
accent but still speaking in English and it was shut up just fuck um, <laughs> you're, you're digging the hole even deeper for yourself huh? anyway but yeah no, Freud is actually very cool so it's obviously yeah it's about Sigma Freud and uh, talks a bit about his I don't know how much of a I don't think it's any part of a true story actually but um, he is like a doctor obviously and he's practicing uh, hip hypnotherapy and he just talks about oh, and hypno is your favourite Pokemon <laughs> that's it um, which is why I like Freud um, and yeah and there's one of his uh, I guess patients you say it's oh it's not really a patient but it's a it's a person he comes into contact with and yeah she has these visions and stuff and yeah it's, a, it's just a sort of about that um, but it's very very cool so far nice nice uh, I will say the one thing I forgot to mention is I'm currently using a new keyboard and mouse. Oh, yes. So, shout out to Steel Series. Uh, they sent us a keyboard and mouse to review as well as another keyboard, I think. Yeah. It was the Apex. So, I've, I currently got the Apex 5, the Apex 3, oh, yeah. and the Rival 3. So, nice. two keyboards and a mouse. And so, I'm currently using a the... Partridge in a pear tree. And, that was uh, terrible. <laughs> delete that. I'm just going to delete the whole podcast, hey? Do it. It's, it's I did. Kieran tried to... But yeah, no, sh- shout outs to the people over at Steel Series for that. Um, look forward to or look out for a review coming soon, ish. Yeah, we should have some uh, juicy little snaps going up on socials later this week. Well, actually, probably before yeah, the, uh, this podcast the, comes out. The, those uh, photos weren't too bad, were they? Uh, I've had a brief look. I actually don't. Re- wow, remember, rude. but they look, but they look like better ones than you would take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right. No, no, it's no, it's true. I didn't take him. So he takes terrible photos. Like, oh. every, I, I go, Jordan, can you give me like a good picture for like socials? And he's like, Oh, how's this? And I'm like, Is it better than you just can cut you out? Make there? it like not blurry. Yeah, he and... completely cut out. There. <laughs> I don't, I don't know that that was a mic issue. I think we all just collectively decided not to listen. <laughs> well, that's not very nice, is it? Uh, oh, fuck yeah. But no, You're I'm welcome. very bad with the photos. I think the only ones I'm sort of decent at taking are the ones for the actual review banner, and that's it. Because mm. my, my head, my head, oh, naturally, <laughs> that's where my money comes from. So scratch my OnlyFans. Mm. Actually, I reckon Karen would be the one to have an OnlyFans out of us four. Shut up. I reckon. I'd definitely subscribe. Thank you. I already have. No worries. Yeah. He's my only fan. <laughs> uh, Ew, did you just kiss into the microphone? <laughs> Never yes, do that again. Mate, you, better, you better disinfect that. All right, let's wrap it up. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's episode of the Well Played DLC podcast. If you want to check out all the wicked, tasty content, go to <laughs> www dot well hyphen played dot com dot au uh if you want to join in any discussions that we may or may not have you can go to our facebook uh, community group um yeah you can join join in and have a chat with us there otherwise we'll see you now you want, you'll hear us next week thank you for listening bye boy boy fucking love that you cut out and then all i heard was tasty <laughs>